Parkhurst Prison in the UK is called The Rock. Just like its American counterpart, it was on an island and housed heinous criminals, many of whom committed serious crimes like murder or had done time at other prisons, including Matthew Williams and Keith Rose, who would get together for their breakout role in this episode. Matthew Williams had anger problems. He was arrested for planting a homemade bomb near the clubhouse of some guys who stole his bicycle. Not motorcycle, his bicycle. That's right, a homemade bomb for a bicycle. Wow, that's anger problems. Keith Rose was an amateur pilot and murderer serving a life sentence. He also seemed to know a little bit about everything, or at least claimed to. From my own personal experience with pilots, they all seem to claim to know a little bit of everything. When he ran into Matthew Williams, they recognized each other from another prison, and they knew they could trust each other to talk about things, like how the construction upgrades at Her Majesty's Parkhurst Prison might give them the perfect opportunity to escape. 50 meters. One other prisoner escaped with them, who we'll meet in just a few moments. I'm a mark. Move, move, move. Just like Alcatraz, Parkhurst was called The Rock because it was surrounded by water. But it was on an island where people lived, and there were three small airports, which will come in handy when you're an escaping amateur pilot. Now, at every prison, you're going to run into a few of the same things. Camera systems. Not a lot of blind spots, and you need somewhere private to do your work. You're going to have large walls, and you're going to have armed guards and locked doors. Large walls, armed guards, and locked doors. All of this makes it a prison, but combined with who it held and being on an island, Parkhurst was known for being one of Britain's notoriously hard prisons. Located on a small island just off the southern coast of England called the Isle of Wight, it's been in service for over 200 years, and over the course of its long history it has acquired a reputation for its brutal conditions and for being home to some of Britain's most savage criminals. It opened in 1805, which is less than a decade after the French Revolution. It also had interesting spaces, like a metal shop for work, a music room, and even a gym, oftentimes tucked away in random corners of the building. Because it was almost 200 years old when this escape happened in early 1995, it was under construction and constant renovations, which gave prisoners lots of hope for a way out. Now, before you can fulfill your fantasy of driving a bulldozer through a wall, you have to get through a door, which means you have to get through a lock. Matthew noticed that with the construction, new locks were being installed. These locks had red or green color coding. He also noticed that 95% of the locks had the red color coding, which meant with the right key, you could get pretty much anywhere in the prison. Now, most locks are similar in how they work. YouTube has thousands of videos explaining how locks and keys and lock picking all comes together. You need to line up the gap between the key pin and the driver pin with the gap that exists between the cylinder house and the plug. And that gap between those two items is called the shear line. Basically, the ridges of the key have to line up with the pins. If those pins line up correctly, you'll be able to turn the key and open the lock. And there you go. You can see it feel it's rotating. All the pins are lined up. Just keep rotating and the door in lock and we're in. But this is where a bump key comes into play. Because even though there isn't much room for error, there is some. Your key doesn't have to be exact. 
These guys decided, instead of trying to pick the lock, they could simply forge a bump key. To do this, you're gonna need metal and tools. So Matthew got a job in the metal shop, giving him access to sturdy metal scraps, saws, and files to do just that. Now, he couldn't just go up to a guard and say, can I borrow your key, I gotta make a copy. He had to do it by sight. Thankfully, these guards would often sit with their keys out. I mean, these weren't your average house keys you'd just stick in your pocket. They were like janitor key rings that would hang on the outside of your pants, like a cartoon character. This let Matthew see the rough shape of the keys to start cutting. Matthew also liked to hang out in the music room. Why the music room? Well, it was private, and you could zone out to plan your escape. Most importantly, it also had a red lock, where you could see if those minor files and grinds you've been making in the workshop actually helped. After this, it was just fine-tuning until the key in the music room opened that red lock. Keith and Matthew's plan was broken up before it could even happen. Another set of inmates were caught planning an escape through the construction yard as well, and security was ramped up. All guards report to the prison yard immediately. If they couldn't go through, they'd have to go over the wall. But for that, they'd need a ladder. Back in the workshop it was. But there was one problem. Matthew's anger got him banned from the workshop as a punishment. So they had to bring in another member to get him a ladder. Enter Andy Roger. Hello. Andy couldn't exactly make this wall-sized ladder and leave it out in the shop. It was hidden in plain sight, disassembled among the other long pieces of scrap metal. They planned their escape from the gym, because it was in a good location and it was a little bit more relaxed with the rules. The gang caught wind of the metal shop being moved. They had to expedite their plans. They couldn't risk losing their ladder and not being able to make another one. Plus, every day they had the bump key, they were in danger. I mean, there's no reason whatsoever any prisoner should ever have a key on them. Mission is a go. It was go time. Leaving the gym, plan worked. They got through the doors and over the wall. Now, they were on an island racing against the clock. They got to the smallest airport on the island. No lights, a grass runway, and a single guard in a hut. All they had to do was fly a plane and get out of there. Keith checked the first plane, but the battery wasn't working. Or at least he couldn't get the ignition sequence started. They tried the next plane, and even though the lights came on, Keith couldn't get it running. I wish I could tell you they got in a plane and they were never seen again. But this isn't a helicopter escape like we've talked about before. The trio had to find a place to hide out. Keith shaved his giant beard so he could go buy supplies and make a couple of calls without arousing suspicion. But he called someone a little too close who the police quickly questioned. Being a small island, it was only a matter of time before they were caught and sent back to prison. Which is where our story wraps up. After just four days, Matthew, Keith, and Andy were caught and sent back to prison. One of the lasting impacts of this escape 
was that Parkhurst was downgraded from its maximum security status. So if you're going to escape by air, at least have the charisma to talk your way onto the flight. It's kind of easy for creators like me to start selling online, but it's not always easy to know if you're making money. Not only is Triple Whale presenting this season of Original Heist, they also make FinHub, which lets you understand your store's numbers without having to become an accountant. And you can spend more time creating, touring, or baking sourdough bread. <laughs> 